Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Hey, welcome back to Police Pod Talk. Once again, I've got uh, Abby with us here. Hey again. And Jeremy. Hello. And we're going to tackle a couple more emails that came in. Uh, people had some concerns and questions. Actually, out of California, I got uh, Jane F. F was just the last name. I'm not sure what the F stands for. She says she's a longtime listener, first-time emailer to us. And she had a couple of questions about the shootings that have been taking place where police officers have been shooting people who are wielding a knife. Uh, she had an emphasis on the South Bend incident where the officer shot and killed a, a uh, gentleman. And I guess he eventually resigned after that. But uh, she wanted to talk us to talk a little bit about that and um, our opinion on police officers using a gun versus a knife. Uh, so I did a little research uh, just for you guys. Um, and I also found a couple more. I found one in uh, Georgia where two police officers, and this is actually on video too, they the uh, chief of police wanted to make sure it got out on video, where two officers were pleading with a subject to drop a knife, and they backed up uh, for several yards, almost 100 yards. They kept backing up, uh, begging for the gentleman to put the knife down, put the knife down. But the gentleman kept telling them, no, you know, just do it, just do it, shoot me. I mean, they backed up and backed up to the point where the gentleman rushed one of the officers. Uh, they shot him several times. He got up off the ground and uh, went at the officers again and grabbed them. Uh, fought the officer for his gun, and the other uh, backup officer had to end up shooting and killing the uh, individual. So I don't know, guys. Um, I know the South Bend incident. Uh, that was not on video. Uh, the body cams were was not working. What, what is your take on uh, officers shooting someone wielding a knife? Well, my thought is the knife is a deadly weapon also. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't say I'm, with the South Bend one how close were they i mean were they within proximity was he well they're saying there was no video it was just the gentleman that was killed and the officer who okay. uh, sergeant who did the shooting uh, was investigating uh, some break-ins to a car and he ran into this individual who came away from a car carrying a knife and they think he got the car i'm sorry the knife from the car and uh, I guess he told him several times to order it, repeatedly ordered him to drop it. And uh, he ended up firing two shots and uh, striking the individual and who eventually uh, succumbed to his wounds at the uh, hospital. Okay. Well, I can't say, I mean, if it's happening the way they say it happened, I don't have a problem with them shooting them with they have a knife. I, mm-hmm. Yes, like Abby said, a knife can be a deadly weapon, is a deadly weapon. So that gun versus knife, um, I think if through the whole incident, if it's justifiable, then they should have the right to be able to use that gun to defend themselves against the knife. Um, and it sounds like, I think you said Georgia was Georgia. The, Georgia yep. was the other one. Uh, kind of sounded like that guy was trying to die saying, shoot me, just yep, do it, just, just do, do it. it. Yep. And kept coming at them. And you said several hundred yards, they oh, backed yeah. up to oh, yeah. get away from him. Because, I mean, if he's saying that, they probably, I mean, obviously, they know what he's trying to do, and they, they don't want to shoot him. Mm-hmm. But when he kept coming in, then at the end, if they if he, you know, charged and rushed yep. at them, um, they got to do what they got to do to protect themselves, and they did it. I mean, I think 
they should have the right to be able to do that to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Gun versus knife. Yeah. Yeah. He he he, he charged them, and they throughout the walking backwards in Georgia there. They kept telling him, hey, we're here to help you. We're here to help you. But he just kept telling them, no, just do it, just do it. So, like you said, he wanted to die. And at the end of the day, the police officer, they got to do their job. They want to go home to their family. Hmm. Abby, you made a a comment. You said, what was the proximity? You Mm -hmm. said, how close was the South Bend? Is that that a factor in your mind, either one of you guys? Um, Well, I know we've actually talked about this before, just within the office setting, that as a police officer, you know, if your gun is in the holster, how long does it take you to, you know, is your gun already out and ready? Or if it's in the holster, how long does it take you to get it out, get it ready, to yell a command to stop and then know what they're doing? I mean, at the one in Georgia they were, he started charging them. And I mean, if a crazy person's coming at you with a knife already, you know, who knows what's going on through your brain and can they get to you faster rather than a hand to hand? Now you got to worry about, I think in the Georgia one, then he's trying to put his gun away mm-hmm. instead of now the guy's attacking him with the gun. Cause it was within like a foot of oh, him yeah. now when now he's trying to get in the gun and then you got to put the safety on. I, I think there's too many things to, to protect yourself. And at that moment, um, the officer, I mean, you're, you're in that interaction of two deadly weapons mm-hmm. and uh you know the officer is going to make sure that they're going home that night yeah, there you go. and i think to their as, family yeah as far as proximity and you'll have to tell me the exact amount there is an amount of feet within the training that they give mm-hmm. so many feet away if somebody has a knife they can cross that amount of time uh within so many seconds and that's the amount of time it takes you to draw your gun um and point i don't remember how many feet that uh, is 21 feet 21, 21 feet, feet. Mm-hmm. and i know when i was in school they talked about that in different classes the 21 feet um and they just kind of did practice in the classroom have somebody stand up and run to the door um, which wasn't 21 feet away but how quickly you can get somewhere at 21 feet seems like kind of a long way away but when you get down to it and if somebody's full-on sprinting towards you running after you that's a that, they can get that distance in a quick amount of time mm-hmm. and that time to take for the officer if they don't have already have their gun out um, to get ready like Abby said yell a command do whatever they need to do um, that's not a lot of time to get done what they need to and do. and with that short amount of distance you're now having to react to their reaction so right, you're already right. a few oh, yeah. seconds delayed right they're already I mean if they're again yeah if they start sprinting they're already a couple feet towards you by the time I mean and it registers mm-hmm. and the like, seconds have gone by. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I know people are going to be out there saying, why don't you use a taser instead of your gun? Yeah, well, answer that. I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm posing the questions here. So, uh, I mean, is there an option between a ta- uh, going for the taser instead of your gun? I don't know. I can't say I've... Is it, I mean, deadly weapon to deadly weapon, you pull out the gun first um, as opposed to the taser because I don't know, is the taser wouldn't be considered a deadly weapon, would it? No. No, so you pull out something that matches the weapon against you, I would assume. But you, you want to kind of be one level above. Above, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, the, the and then the amount of time, too. I mean, if they're charging you with a knife, I don't think you're going to pull a taser. And I think... <laughs> I would I, ass- there's going to be people that are saying, why not do the taser instead of shoot the gun to kill and him? And I would assume... You know, there's going to be people out there. I can assume here, for most officers... Their gun is probably on their dominant hand side versus go. their taser, so mm-hmm. they would want to pull out something they're most comfortable with. Obviously, probably mostly right-handed. I mean, I would want to pull out something with my right hand versus my left hand with a taser. I think tasers usually... I've seen some officers have in the front, don't they? It's cross-draw. They want you to cross-draw and uh, draw it out with your weak hand, so there's not a mistake okay. made there. I think we had a conversation with the taser instructor. That's going to be another podcast later on down okay. the road. But Get yeah. excited. 
Yeah, that, and actually, there was another email that asked a question that says, why why don't you shoot them in the leg or in the arm and wound yeah. them? Why do they have to kill them? I mean, what is your take on that? Do you think they have to kill them with a... What do you think? Well, if they're... For these instances, um, if they rush at them, I mean, the one it seems like wanted to die. I mean, that's kind of... I don't, well, I don't know if that's rare or not, them running at them with knives trying to die, but... I'm assuming, again, assuming here, for most instances, if an individual is running towards an officer with a knife, their plan is to kill them or at least seriously harm them. Um, and as I was going with that, I forget what your question was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the email was asking about shooting them in the arm oh, or in the leg arm, and wounding right. them instead of killing them. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am I am okay with them, with them shooting to to kill them, to stop them from coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, try and shoot them in the leg, that's a smaller target. I mean, you miss, I mean, hit the ground and they're still coming after you. Um, it's, you need to shoot for the, the body to, to hit them mm-hmm. and stop them. Um, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the guy got back up. And oh, yeah. kept running. In, in Georgia, he got back up. Yeah. He got back up and kept running. I mean, mm-hmm. shooting them in the leg or the foot or the arm or whatever, um, that's not going to stop them if they're really, if they're truly intent on hurting you as an officer or trying to die or whatever their in their mind, whatever their thought is, um, you've got to stop that thought. And if, and unfortunately in this situation or other situations, sometimes that means killing them. And I think even with that, like that you say, who knows what's going on in their head, in their head, right. they might be mentally ill. They might be on drugs mm-hmm. that they're not thinking straight and they just i'm going after the officer i want to die kill me um who knows what's going through their head right then so you're not going to be able to reason with them you're not going to be able to probably tell them to put the gun the knife down Hmm. and i think i heard this story um when i was in school um told by one of the police officers there was this was back in the day um there was an individual um that was attempting or not attempting he was threatening to kill himself with a gun um and he was out in the open and i think what happened was there was a a sniper with um the on the police department that shot him in the hand and Mm -hmm. that took the gun obviously took the gun out of his hand when they shot him in the hand right and that and then they you know came in and took care of him and 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 got him what he needed but um i remember they said that he this officer kind of released a statement and said that he wished he had never done that because that kind of set the precedent of everyone in the citizens, all the 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 normal people, mm-hmm. um, think that well, why you just shoot them in the hand, yeah, or well, shoot them in the leg, or yeah. do whatever. So well, that's that, probably where this email comes that from. That could have yeah. been, could have been saying, you know, shoot it out like the old west, wild west, shoot it out the hand yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> which I obviously is a lot harder to do than <laughs> it makes it look in the movies. Mm-hmm. And again, if somebody's running at you um, and you're again shooting them to defend yourself. Shooting them in the hand or the leg is a lot harder to do. And if you miss, you know, one, two, three times, then they're on top of you and, and who knows what's happening. Right, right. Now, a second part of this entire thing, like I said, the South Bend, the, the officer eventually resigned. Uh, I guess the investigation wasn't even complete. He finally said he had enough. Uh, so he went ahead and resigned. But the entire thing, the big part of it was he didn't have his body cam on. So no one could see what happened in South Bend. It was just his word against somebody who's no longer with us. So everyone was wondering, why was the body camera not on? What actually happened? What are you trying to hide? 
Um, do you guys are in favor of the body cameras, not in favor of it? Have you ever talked to officers about it? Or what's your take on this whole thing about not having a body camera on? He had one, but he just wasn't well, on. And with everyone asking, I mean, did he say why it wasn't on? I, well, because they have to actually physically click a button turn to them make on. it work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And so he just didn't do that? He or did. was it? It wasn't like it was malfunctioning or anything. No, it, nothing. he just didn't he, click it, it just, on. He didn't have time to click it he on, didn't. and it wasn't. He wasn't on a. He just stumbled upon this guy. I like body cams personally. Um, you know, I wish there was a different way to be able to turn it on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the best way would be to do that, but I think I like them because how many times now in the other one, you know, we saw you can see things that are happening in many cases to either help the police officers out to say yes this is what actually happened or we have seen that it shows that you know the police officer it didn't happen like they said it did and that kind of shows that i know wait a minute so you know i think i think it's good it keeps you know honesty i mean if not you're gonna see it but i wish there was a better way to be able to somehow turn it on i know with in-car cameras sometimes when you flip lights and sirens or something Mm -hmm. on it automatically turns the that cam the car camera on Mm -hmm. in-car camera on I wish they could come up with something right. that would do that. Turns on mm-hmm. yeah, automatically some way because, I mean, for him, if he stumbled upon this guy, wasn't expecting it, I mean, if he had to quickly draw his gun, if he had to do whatever, he wasn't thinking, I'm going to better turn on my body camera right. before this happens. Um, but, yeah, I, I do agree. I think I think they are good. They can show, obviously, the video shows a lot, whether good or bad for whichever mm-hmm. side of, of the situation. Right. I do think they are helpful and they are good resources to have. But I do agree. And then we kind of get the situation if they do have them and they don't turn on, it comes into why not. Yeah, and, and then it makes the happened, officer yeah. look bad. Why wasn't it on or mm-hmm. whatever it is? I mean, that's another. And I think it's a habit that you just have to learn to every time you almost get out of the car, I got to turn this on. Yeah. And I think then it just becomes a habit, but I wish there was a better way. Yeah, a right. better way. Then that's something they'll have to learn. And, and obviously through training and everything, they, they will need to go through that. But yeah, there it would seem, and that, that'll be hard in technology and everything, but it would be a better way like the, the car cameras or something like that to have it automatically turn on at a certain time. I, I mm-hmm. don't know about that. but Well, there, there actually, there's a, a story that came out that uh, South Bend is actually upgrading their cameras because this is a big concern now. It happened in South Bend. This right. is the problem in South Bend that they're working with a company that says as soon as the, the gun is drawn from the holster, the camera will come on, or mm-hmm. as soon as the officer gets out of their squad car, mm-hmm. the camera automatically comes on because it's too hard. Like you said, to, to think, okay, I got to flip this button and I got to get ready for this. It just automatically comes on. Now, now the problem is everyone's saying, well, what about privacy? You know, that kind of thing. You know, you're going into the McDonald's and your camera's on while you ordering a Big Mac. So it would just automatically come on. So. I don't know. It's one of those. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's if They're it's going to be on. Yeah, when you're going to the bathroom, whatever. Nobody wants that. But if they turn it off and something happens, then it's yeah. another big deal again. Yeah, there's a lot to kind of work out there. I think. I mean, as soon as the gun's drawn, that would be a good one because if they're pulling their gun, obviously something is mm-hmm. happening, or I would hope something is happening that they need to pull their gun for. So that's. That, I think that would be a good instance to have the cameras automatically turn on. Uh, but it, it can't just be for pulling the gun. It's got to be for any interaction well, with no, somebody because it yeah. could turn right. ugly real fast. Right, mm-hmm. but I think you that's know. a good start at least. Okay. I don't know about getting out of the car. I mean, again, that's something they're going to need to work out. But I do think overall, I think the body cameras are a good technology there, to have. I'm throwing out. What about like uh, dispatch? When they get dispatched to a scene. Now, granted, sometimes you come upon things, but mm-hmm. could dispatch turn it on when they know that you're having, you know, because don't you have to call in? 
where you're, you're going and all that kind of stuff anything. and they know where you're going well and that's the thing is dispatch even have time to be watching every little know. movie you make i think it's well, got to be something that automatically happens for the officer and not relying on another person who may be getting a sip of coffee at that time and miss out on right. you know flipping your camera off. Right. so yeah I, they're working on it they actually have a company that said in the next 60 to 90 days they think they'll probably have it oh, wow. uh ready to go because that's been a big a big issue um with that and uh, hey we do appreciate the two people that sent the emails in and uh, questioned us about that so we can actually talk about it but yeah the officer did eventually resign he said he just had about enough and of the stress have they finished their investigation at this point said whether he was in the right or the wrong or uh, no they... I have not found anything saying that so yet. he resigned you know maybe well before his investigation right, was right. over so, yeah he wow. had ni- 19 years wow. uh, and then wow. he finally pulled the plug he couldn't take it I mean Taking a life is one thing, and uh, mm-hmm. then you got people jumping on you about right. it for doing it, where you're right or wrong, and, mm. and you're seeing it all the time. But yeah, that's yeah, deadly force, deadly force. You yeah, you brought mm-hmm. a knife to a gunfight, and you, you know, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> that's a whole another one. But uh, if we're gonna go, we're gonna go to Abby now. All what right, was your we're thinking, going, man. What are you on. thinking, man? All right, this comes out of the Indianapolis area. Uh oh. Yes. I know some people down there. A police officer accused <laughs> McDonald's workers of biting into his McChicken sandwich only to realize he'd forgotten he took a bite earlier. When the officer opened the fridge at the sheriff's office, he grabbed his meal. He found several small bites taken out of his McChicken sandwich. Um, the officer identified as DJ opened Uh-oh. the refrigerator, grabbed his meal, found it. Um, he said, I know, in quotes, I know I didn't eat it. No one else was around. I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to the McDonald's to see if they can get that taken care of. What are going to like put the bites back? Or I, I, <laughs> so the officer returned to McDonald's. Okay. The ship supervisor offered him free food. According to the police statement, he refused the food, suspecting an employee had gnawed <laughs> on his sandwich as a sign of disrespect. That's mm, sad. Mm, mm, mm. See what I tell you? It so started with the water, now they're biting their food. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so what it comes out, they actually did an investigation by the Good. Marion County Sheriff's Office and McDonald's. They started it. The police officer arrived at the conclusion that no McDonald's employee wanted to harm him or otherwise annoy him. Um, actually, earlier in the day, the officer had already taken the bite of the sandwich himself, put it back into the refrigerator, wow. came to the break room about seven hours later, and that's when he discovered it. Wow. Um, he did. The officer has formally apologized to the McDonald's branch. Wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> so I want to make sure I get this right before I start poking fun. <laughs> he purchased the food. Mm-hmm. Put it in the refrigerator. Forgot about it. Wait, wait. He took a bite out of took it. Forgot bite, about it. Then put it in the and then put it in the refrigerator. And then came back later and accused somebody of biting his sandwich. Yep. Returned seven hours later. Forgotten he had previously. Seven hours later. So, okay. So and wrongly accused a McDonald's employee of tampering with food because he is a law enforcement officer. So he had time to go back to McDonald's. <laughs> And they had time. Was to his shift over? A, was he? Well, was he, he on the clock? That seven, he had seven <laughs> hours later. He probably went back after he left work. And McDonald's sandwiches aren't that big. You take a bite out, and half it's half sandwich. gone. <laughs> what are we going to save for later? Wait, <laughs> That's and, what and I'm they, they actually did an investigation, or they just talked to some people. Uh, they they said they did an investigation. Oh, see, that's full investigation of a bit of a bit sandwich. I wonder if they forgot. Wow. So. 
I wonder if it was good after it was. Is, it, is McDonald's sandwiches good after putting the refrigerator? Uh, yeah, if you heat later. it up, but you got get. You can't put it in the microwave too long because it either gets soggy or hard. There's a time limit. For yeah, that. you got to make sure you do it right. Because <laughs> so he got that mad that he went back, and then he and refused the, the free food, food mm-hmm. because he thought they disrespected him as mm-hmm. a law enforcement okay. officer. All right, he needed. Okay, I, you know what? Come on, what were you thinking, man? It's <laughs> not guy. worth all that. I would have wow. just figured somebody at work did it and then threw the sandwich oh. out and been done with it. He I'm not gonna go. He back. immediately assumed McDonald's and didn't go to his coworkers. Yeah, there, there's got to be more people working. Was he working by himself? He didn't say that. No, well, it, it was in a fridge that. somewhere. I'm assuming it's not his own fridge. Well, it could have been, I guess, if he went home. I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm still trying <laughs> to figure out how do you forget. I mean, I know it was seven hours later that you took a bite. It's dementia. It's he had a rough dementia. day at work. It was a busy day. <laughs> seven hours with waiting seven for your food. Hours. And so, you know, it wasn't wrapped like it like it was when they because they have that like little wrap. You know, you probably just <laughs> yeah, like just shoved it, back shoved in it in together and put it back in. He could have had a toothpick picking out that food. He forgot because he was so hungry. He didn't get to finish his sandwich in the first place. <laughs> what was you thinking, man? What was you thinking to go back to McDonald's, take the free food? Uh, Wait a minute. No, no. Oh. Just don't go back. That was. Well, yeah, just don't go back. But <laughs> I think I'd have just thrown it away if I owned something else. Yeah, that's okay. You know what? It, was that a police officer or was that like a security guard that did uh, that? It says police officer, but it also says um, okay. with that it sh- the jail. The jail. So jail I don't know office. if he was a jail, like a confinement officer, or it just well, says the yeah, Marion County Sheriff's no, Office. It don't matter. And, it, the, and, and the Marion County Sheriff's Office did offer, or did issue a formal apology to the McDonald's in Indianapolis. Well, why didn't he do? He, he did why too. He, he apologized? Yep. Uh, yeah, he also well, he did too. He to. formally apologized, and the Sheriff's Department apologized. Yeah, and this so. actually made the news. <laughs> made the news. And they threw his name USA all in USA Today. There. He got his 15 minutes of fame, didn't he? That's right. <laughs> As no. Officer DJ. I wonder, okay, is McDonald's like sending him free food now? I want it. <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> he I can't show his face back no, in there again. No, his, no. Locker, his locker is full he of Big Macs. He found a new McDonald's to go to. <laughs> He's no, going they, to Wendy's now. Yeah. They're giving him a hard time at work. <laughs> He opened that locker yeah. and all kind of stuff fall out uh, on him. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not letting that one down anytime soon. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Maybe Wendy's is offering him free food to you come there. What? There you go. Yeah, there go you to go. Wendy's, man, and, and, and eat it in the parking lot for crying out loud. Just eat the sandwich. We on the, the sandwich way there. Eat it. Eat it on the way. Seven no hour way. old sandwich. No way. <laughs> the sandwich got tired of waiting on him. Started eating itself. <laughs> okay, that's just wrong. <laughs> okay, all right. Hey. We do appreciate you guys being with us again today here on Police Pod Talk and also emailing stuff in. Uh, Abby, uh, for Abby, uh, thanks for thank your you. stories. And Jeremy, thank you for your input. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch up with everyone next week. Again, if you have any questions, comments, and emails like we just received, uh, at policepodtalk at gmail.com. And we'll try to kick them around on the air. And if you got anything about Pete Weed sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and send that to us too. Once again, thanks for being with us and listening to us on Police Pod Talk. We'll catch you next week.